1: Dr. Fry and I want to thank you for taking the opportunity to view today's broadcast. It is always an honor and privilege to be able to come into your homes through the medium of television to teach the living Word of God so that your life can increase like never before. Praise God. Today I'm going to continue the series of lessons I've been teaching called Kingdom Realities. We've been on this series a few weeks but I believe it's important that you get the fullness of the message. So you can understand who God has called you to be and who you are in Christ. So stay tuned. Enjoy the lesson. I'll return afterwards and share some exciting information with you. God bless you.
0: Let's join Dr. Wayne Fry for the continuation of today's message.
1: And now this stain in your soul is telling you and you're believing it that I'm not worthy. That I'm no good. I'm just a worm in the dust. Come on, talk to me. But it's just a stain from a sin. And so what he's saying here in 1 John 1, 9, he says, I'm going to forgive you. Then I'm going to wipe away all residue of unrighteousness that's in your soul and in your flesh. So now that stain won't dictate to you what you can and cannot do. You've been made free from it because I've eradicated it from your soul. Come on, talk to me, man. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying today? Because see, spiritually, I, ain't, I don't have to repent no more spiritually. I don't have to confess no sin spiritually. But in my soul, when I think wrong. See, when I think wrong and I miss the mark in my thinking, because Philippians tells me what I should think. Good, lovely, just, honest, good report, virtue, praise. But if I'm thinking about slapping you upside your head, I didn't miss the mark in my soul. Come on. Ain't no way in Scripture the Scripture said go slap somebody. So you have missed the mark in your soul. You ain't slapped nobody yet, but you didn't miss the mark in your soul. So now, because that stain is in your soul regarding that person that you want to slap, now you can't walk in love with them. Because that stain is dictating to you, I cannot love them because I want to slap them. And so, what 1 John 1 9 does, 1 John 1 9 comes and cleans the stain from your soul. That now would allow you to go and walk in love to that person that you once wanted to slap. All oh, y'all got to get with this now. See, that's what it's for. That's what it's for. And so that, that, that's why he began. He began this discussion talking about the blood of Jesus. He says the blood of Jesus Christ, his son cleanses us from all sin. And then Hebrews nine says that the blood it has the power to uh, wash away, wipe away all dead works. Saying the same thing. And so when we ask for forgiveness, we gotta ask for forgiveness, not that God will just forgive the act or the sin. We want to get some cleansing of unrighteousness, so He can wipe that sin, that stain away. Amen. And now I can live my life as a free person, not dictated by some kind of stain. Amen. Are y'all hear what I'm saying today? Glory to God! Isn't God good, man? Amen. And see this danger of sin. It crushes your confidence because every time you sin, it leaves a stain. It leaves a mark. And so, of course, the more you do it, the more stains you have on your soul. The more stains you have on your soul, then the more confidence issues you have. Until a place where eventually you'll just fall away from God. Because it appears so insurmountable. But there's nothing too hard for God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The Bible says, to, to whom who has been forgiven much, loves much. All you got to do is come to God, folks. Come to God. He said "He saved to the utmost, and there's nothing that surprises God. God has seen everything. And in fact, the matter is, God has seen it before you did it. Because he, he is in your end from your beginning. Come on, talk to me. Y'all with me? Amen. So number two is what? It crushes the what? Your confidence. And it opens the door to what? Condemnation. So if you stay out of sin, you keep that door closed to condemnation. And you keep the door open to confidence. But if you happen to fall, if you happen to miss the mark, there's still grace available. To get you right back to a place as if you've never fallen before. Are you with me today? All right. So danger number one was what? It causes death. Number two, it crushes your confidence and opens the door of the condemnation. And then number three, the third danger of sin is this. It constricts dominion. It constricts dominion. The Bible says in Genesis chapter one, let us make man in our image and after our likeness. And let them have dominion. So dominion. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, dominion looks good on you. Go on, and tell them, dominion looks good on you. Yeah, you're supposed to be walking in dominion and authority as a child of God. When you make a decree, that should be whatever you decree should obey you you should be walking in dominion. So this, this danger of sin, sin constricts uh, uh, dominion. Now, anybody been here uh, uh, seen a, a boar constrictor? I watch them on television <laughs> and in the zoos behind thick glass. Are you anybody with me? Look, if you take him out, I'm going to the other room. Oh, he tame, he tame, he tame. Oh, he tame. No, no, he wild. To me, he's wild. To me, he don't know where he is. To me, he look like, he look, look I might be some food. So I'm going to use some wisdom, keep my distance. Y'all play with him all you want. You know, wrap around that neck, you know. Laying on that. Not the kid. Not the kid. I ain't even touching him. And it ain't it ain't, that, it ain't. it's not like, uh, I'm, uh, I'm afraid of them, I respect them that's the difference. That's the difference between fear and respect. Come on, if you walking down the sidewalk, you're walking down the sidewalk and you say a sign that says, "Beware of dog that's not an opportunity for you to get scared. that's an opportunity for you to show some respect. Because that dog bad enough for them to put a sign up. Be foolish if you want to. Not the kid. I respect them big time. You ain't got to try. You know, he he mean. Okay, fine. I'll stay on this side of the street, and you can stay with your no mean, do- not, not mean dog. But it's respect. It's not that I'm afraid. Cause I got dominion. If I, if if I need to, I can use my dominion and have, have that snake do what they want. Let me go. Let me go in the name of Jesus. And the snake will let me go. But I see, I, I, don't, need, I don't need to use my faith for that. I got to use my faith for the nations and the, and the people to get saved. And Come on now. I got to use my faith for no snake to let me go. But I'll use it, though. In the name of Jesus, let me go. Okay, back to what I was saying. You see, y'all thought I was scared. I ain't scared. I'm respectful. That's like, you ain't, you ain't ever going to hear uh, Dr. Fry was bitten by a shark. Because I respect them and I respect their habitat. If I'm going to be in that much water, I'm going to be in a big, long, 180-foot 100, boat with a whole bunch of other people. So he got his pick of the litter. Hey, God got a purpose for, God got a purpose for the kid. Ain't time for me to go yet. But all things being equal, I ain't gonna get in there. I, I ain't swimming with no dolphins, I ain't touching no killer whale, nothing. Okay, here we go. Ball constrictor. Everybody seen the ball constrictor? Yeah. I know I am, I know I am. You see him all right. And the and and they say his 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 uh, he has teeth, but a little little sharp teeth, little little sharp teeth to just pull the stuff in, but his weapon is constriction. And so what he'll do is he'll grab his prey and he'll wrap himself around his prey and then begin to squeeze. And begin to squeeze and begin to squeeze and begin to squeeze. What does it do? It cuts off its airflow, which is its life source. And see, that's what sin would do to your dominion. Yeah. See, when you're living in sin and when you're participating in the sin, what it does, it wraps his hands, sin wraps his hands around your dominion and begins to squeeze. And so when you're in sin and you go to declare, by his stripes, I'm healed. It's like this, by his stripes, I'm healed.
0: By his stripes,
1: I'm healed. Because it's cutting off the life in your dominion. Are you seeing what I'm saying? Because I may know you ain't going to get up out of the sin. And be declaring your dominion. Eventually if you stay in sin. You're just going to stop declaring. And in the back of your mind. Even if you have. The wherewithal to muster declarations. And you know you're living in sin. It doesn't have any weight to it. Why? Because sin constricts your what? Y'all seeing what I'm saying? You sure? All right, let's 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 look at this. Let's go to Romans. Ah, let's go to Romans chapter number five. Brother, Romans chapter number five. See the system. The word says. If you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, not talking about the size, because I know we've all been taught, preached. If you just have faith, oh, son, mustard seed, oh, and you would say, into the mountain, and the whole time he's holding up a little. Yeah. What does that imply? Size. And it's not talking about size. Faith, faith as a grain of mustard seed, not talking about size, it's talking about quality. If you have faith that's uncontaminated, because a mustard seed can't be contaminated. So if you have faith that's uncontaminated. In other words, it doesn't have sin in it. doesn't have fear in it. It doesn't have doubt in it. If that it's, not, it's uncontaminated. The Bible says you shall speak to the mountain. Or you shall say to the mountain. Be thou removed and be cast into the sea. And it shall obey you, the Bible says. The Bible says in Romans 11, I mean Mark 11, 23. Whosoever shall say unto this mountain. Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea. And shall not doubt in his heart. But shall believe that those things which he said. Shall come to pass. He shall have. Whatsoever he says. Tell your neighbor, say, y- y- you're you say, You're supposed to have what you say. Amen. So when you declare, I am, yes, I am healed by the stripes of Jesus, you should have healing. Amen. Ah! Amen. If, you should, if you declare, all my need is met according to God's riches and glory by Christ Jesus, you should have your needs met. Amen. So if it's not there's a, there's a problem in the system, and it's never God, and it's never God's word. So the only one left is, hello, God takes some inventory. If I've been saying this for five years, and I believe what I say, and I don't see it yet, what's up? You know where you go? to, your, to, to the, the closest mirror you have Amen. and ask the question, what's up? what's up? It's never God, never God's word. So who's left? It can't be the devil because he's defeated. you left. What's up? So there's an issue with my dominion. Something is taking some life from my dominion. Because the words I speak, Jesus says, are spirit and they are life. If I say what he said, then the words I speak are spirit and what? Life. So what I speak to should be growing. What I speak to should be living. Ah, uh, come on. Okay, Romans 5, Romans 5. Ah! It constricts your, uh, it constricts your dominion. Tell your neighbor, I'm going to get my stuff, I'm going to get my stuff. Tell them, tell them, I sense it already, I sense it, I sense a change happening, I sense it, I sense it, I sense a change happening right now. So that's why you got to eradicate some of those things, that's why Hebrews says, lay aside every sin and every weight that so easily besets us, and run the race that's been set before you. That's why, you know, constantly, you got you to gotta get some things out your life, you got to get some things out your thinking, you got to get some people out your life. you got to evaluate from time to time and say, hey, is, is, is this constricting me or is this liberating me? Amen. See, if you're just talking to somebody and all you're talking about is other people, when you talk to them, see, that's constricting your domin- dominion. Amen. Well, Pastor, I just, i just try to find out what's going on. No, that's constricting your dominion. Amen. So now when you hang up the phone and say, with his stripes I'm healed, you, you ain't got much add to it. If you're, if you're involved with a person that keeps drawing you into sin, you got to cut that person off. It's constricting your dominion. Amen. All right, let me give y'all something that y'all, y'all probably going to shout on. Come on, because y'all looking like, oh, hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it does. It takes, a lot. it takes the very life out of you. How are you going to talk about somebody for three hours? Hang on the phone and then walk your, walk your floor talking about with his stripes, I'm here. All my needs are met according to God's riches and glory. Glory to God. I just call in abundance. How are you, how you going to do that? And then after you finish declaring, you pick up the phone again and call somebody else. And now you're talking about somebody else. Again. You're talking about the one that you just got on the phone with to somebody else. Now, how are you going to have some life in that dominion? How are you going to be jumping from bed to bed with people that's not your spouse and they're going to get up and talk about some how all my needs are met? What are you going to do, shower afterwards and talk about all my needs are met? <laughs> with the stripes I'm healed. Be talking about how you gonna be talking about pastor your pastor and spiritual leadership, and then call in, uh, you know, m- abundance. See, I was trying to be nice. I was almost finished too, and, y- and y'all, somebody out there jumped, jumped it, and so I, had, I had to go there. How are you gonna? I, I mean, that makes sense. I mean, I, I, I didn't make sense. Sin constricts your dominion. Just blowing the air. Amen. Paul says said, said, you can have you can have he you can have faith, you can have hope, you can have uh, spiritual gifts, you can have all these things. He said, if you don't have love, you don't, you, you are, you are, you are, you're you you're you're just a bunch of noise. And check this out, faith working by love. You hear what I'm saying? Okay, Romans 5. Come on, let's go. I'm going to leave you all with this. You all be like, yes, amen, when you all see that. Glory of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Sure. <laughs> 12. Romans 5, 12. You there? Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. For until the law of sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over them that had not sinned after the similitude of Adam's transgression, who is the figure of him that was to come. Verse 15. But not as the offense, so also is the free gift. Shout with me today, free gift. Free gift. For if through the offense of one many be dead, much more the grace of God And the gift by grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ, has abounded to many. I bet y'all catch that. Verse 16, and not as it was by one that sinned, so is the gift. For the judgment was by one to condemnation, but the free gift is of many offenses unto justification. Verse 17 is a key verse. For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. Shout tonight, shout today, reign in life. Say, in life, in life, I reign. I reign. That's what he's saying here. He's saying, through one man's offense, Adam, death came in. Sin and death came in. He says, but by another man's obedience, Jesus Christ, those who receive the gift of righteousness, the Bible says, shall reign in life. Say with me. Reign in Life. life. Shout in life. In life I reign. I reign. Amen. 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 See, that's what it is. So if you're born again today, you are in a reigning R E I G N I N G position. Yes. Come on. Come on. Shout, I'm supposed to reign. I'm supposed to reign. But well, the danger of sin is it constricts that. Got it? So there's three dangers of sin. One, it causes death. Two, it, it uh, crushes our confidence, opens the door to condemnation. And then three, it constricts our what? Dominion. So we want to stay away from sin. Tell your neighbor, say, stay away from sin. Stay away from, stay away from sin. Stay away from sin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that leads us into our, our re- kingdom reality number four, which is simply this. Kingdom reality num- number four. We have been restored to the place of dominion. We have been restored to the place of what? Dominion. Listen to this. What Jesus, what Jesus died for, I have a right to. Jesus, number one, died, yes, for our sins. But number one, Jesus died to restore us to a place of dominion. Why? Because he wants us to be in charge of our circumstances, instead of our circumstances being in charge of us. Right. Got that? So I've been restored. If you're born again, you've been restored to a place of dominion. So now we can understand scriptures that the, the, the last shall be first. That we're the head and not the tail. The above and never again the beneath. I can understand that now. But why? Because I've been restored to a place of dominion, domination not people, but things, not people, but my circumstances, not people, but my situations. Come on, talk to me. Place of men. That's what he says here. Let's go back again. Amplify of uh, Romans 5, 17, then we'll close. Amplify says, for if because of one man's trespass, lapse, offense, death reign through that one, much more surely will those who receive God's overflowing grace, unmerited favor and the free gift of righteousness, putting them in right standing with himself. Listen to this. Listen to this. Reign as kings in life through one man, Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one. Shout reign as kings in life. Reign as kings in life. Now say say it like you're a king. Reign
0: as kings in life.
1: Say it over here. Is that getting down in your spirit? Don't you ever, ever think that you're behind, below, under? No, uh, uh-uh, uh, I can't think that way no more. I'm on top, cause you know why? I got dominion on my mind, and Jesus restored me to a place of dominating myself. Now I don't have to succumb to to any circumstance. I don't have to succumb to any situation. I rise up and take my dominion. I take my rightful place, and I say, I declare what this gonna be. The end of this is going to be this. The end of this is going to be what I want, not what it says it's going to be. Come on now. Amen. Ah, anybody getting excited? Reign as what? Kings. Glory to God. And kings walk in great confidence and great boldness. And see, that's why we got to stay out of the sin so it doesn't affect our confidence. So now when we walk around in our dominion and when we make a decree, I know it's so. Amen. I might not see it yet, but I know it's so. Amen. Just give it a matter of time. Amen. And I thank God for it when after I de- declare it and decree it because I know it's going to happen. Amen. Praise the Lord. I pray that you've enjoyed today's lesson. As I said before, I'm continuing teaching on kingdom realities finding out who you are in Christ. It is so, so very important that you know who you are in Christ because everything else extends from that understanding. If you don't know who you really are, you can't function the way you're supposed to function. So I'm trusting that this lesson is encouraging you, blessing you, and causing you to have increase because you're finding out who you really are in Christ. Now, I wasn't able to put the entire message on today's broadcast simply because of time restraints but I place it in a cd or dvd set and I've priced it on a special for you this week because I want you to get into your faith library everyone needs to get this so I want you to call the number on the bottom of your screen write us at the address below let the person know that you want to receive this lesson on kingdom realities and we'll rush it out to you right away Again, the information at the bottom of your screen, I priced it in a special way for you to get it into your faith library because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Before I let you, want, let you go, I want to thank you for being a viewer and a partner of the Life of Faith broadcast. Together, we'll make it happen. So until next time, continue to live the life of faith. God bless you.
0: Become a Life of Faith partner today. Your financial support of $20 per month will assist Dr. Fry with taking the gospel around the world through television admissions. As a Life of Faith partner, you will receive early registration privileges for all conferences and events hosted by FCCI, a product discount on all purchases through our online bookstore, and free monthly teachings to strengthen your faith. Log on to www.fccintl.org, or call 877-342-4193 as operators are standing by, and become a Life of Faith partner today. You've been watching the Life of Faith broadcast with Dr. Wayne A. Fry. We pray that your faith has been strengthened and your heart encouraged by the Word of God. This broadcast can be viewed 24-7 at no charge at www.fccintl.org. Join with us next time on this station for another life-changing message with Dr. Wayne A. Fry.